and I'll bet that they're being heard on every radio telescope on the entire Earth. Are you feeling by any chance like a goober? I know you are, but what am I? What does it look like I'm doing picking goobers? Pardon me, did I hear you say? On the radio, he is introduced like this. Yes, you're listening to the Goober Hour, where we're celebrating the holidays. I was actually just reading the book A Christmas Carol by Charles Dickens. It's a classic, but I can't remember what Scrooge's famous catchphrase is. Can you? Happy Holidays! You're listening to the Goober Hour. I'm your host, Trevor Walls, broadcasting live from Los Angeles, California, to wherever you're listening. Uh, It could be on Jump 105.3, Pittsburgh. It could be Positively Morrinsville 87.7 in New Zealand. It could be on PRX or 
thegooberhour.com. But however and wherever you're listening, thank you so much for joining me. I've got a very exciting hour for you, your weekly dose of wackiness and also holiday cheer. We've got an interview with an elf coming up. We've got a reading of How the Grinch Stole Christmas. Yes, I am talking about that classic record narrated by Boris Karloff, the king of the monster movies. Very festive. Also, a visit from St. Nicholas with Louis Armstrong, plus so much more. So before we even begin to get into all these festivities, let's take a little trip down Holiday Road with the Aquabats. You're listening to the Goober Hour, and for that, I'm grateful. I found out long ago It's a long way down that Holiday Road My name is Walter Martin, and you're listening to the Goober Hour. Six more weeks of winter. Oh, that's what the woodchuck said. Mumbled something about his shadow, and then crawled back in his shed. But man, these days the nights are long. It's like I'm living in a dream. Well, sometimes I don't know what is real and what is make-believe Well, so hey, I could use a little holiday Some cheap little getaway Where I can say But for now I got six more weeks of winter Six more weeks of chicken stew Pink eye lice and stomach flu I'll be lucky if I make it through Smells like coconuts and it tastes like lemonade. But I wake up and the dream is gone, and I remember just where I am when I see a crow eat a frozen dead rat from my neighbor's garbage can. But oh, just 42 days to go till the sun melts the filthy snow. And to the tiki bar I will go But for now I got six more weeks of winter Six more weeks of freezing rain Frozen pipes and tire chains Driving me insane Six more weeks of winter Six more weeks of winter Six more weeks of winter I'm lucky I make it through Six more weeks of winter Six more weeks of winter 
six more weeks of winter. Or technically, I'm pretty sure there's 14 more weeks of winter. I may have played that a bit prematurely. Hey, everybody, you're listening to the Goober Hour. That was some Walter Martin goodness for you. Um, I hope you're having a festive holiday season. I don't know. Is, are the kids out of school yet? I've, I'm too far gone. It's been too long since I've been in school. I don't know what time holiday break is, but I, hopefully you are. If not, it's Saturday, so it doesn't matter. Consider every weekend a holiday break. That's what I say. I'm getting very festive. I'm feeling the spirit. Um, And part of that here in Los Angeles has been discovering that my UK roots, I've got a lot of Scottish in me. My UK roots are not as well known around here, or I guess music is really what I'm talking about. Um, Everybody knows Paul McCartney's Wonderful Christmas Time. I think in the UK, that's kind of the equivalent of Michael Buble, like that will just play on loop. I think I think Americans and Canadians don't know the power that wonderful Christmas time has over in the UK. But also, there's a lot of chart-topping Christmas songs that no one here really seems to know or appreciate. Some of my favorite Christmas songs come from the UK. A great example of that um, is the Christmas of 1973. I don't know if anyone listening knows about this urban myth. It's not a myth. It really happened. Two UK rock bands went head-to-head that Christmas with their own Christmas singles. They're kind of similar. They're both given a big rock energy. And all of December 1973, these were just competing. They are now both cemented as holiday classics over in the UK. So I know we broadcast in New Zealand. My New Zealanders probably know both of these songs. But if you're listening in America or Canada or anywhere else, maybe these will be new to you. So I'll play both so you can compare. You can decide which which one should have topped the charts. The first is my absolute favorite Christmas song. This is Merry Christmas, Everybody by Slade. Are you Oh, here it is. 
And there you have it. Those were the two. Did you even notice that we just played two songs? Did they just sound like one song? Um, so I am here to report Merry Christmas, Everybody by Slade. The first song is the one that topped the charts. It reached number one for five weeks straight. Unfortunately, Wizards, I Wish It Could Be Christmas Every Day, was only able to get to number four for three consecutive weeks. So there you have it. I, both of them have been cemented as classics and are probably the most popular song by both of those bands now. So little did they know they were creating their legacy. Coming up, our resident reporter Rodney Bogney is going to be interviewing an elf over at the North Pole to ensure that you are properly preparing for this Christmas season. But before that, we'll have new music by my good friends, the Relative Miners over in Ontario, Canada. And to complete this UK section of the program, here's another really popular one you might not know. This is Shaken Stevens with another very creative title. Merry Christmas, everyone. Snow is falling. Time 
it's such a crime that it comes but once a year Christmas with the Yeti, that big old snowy beast You should see his place, he's got charm and grace The best host for a holiday feast Get ready, it's Christmas with the Yeti The chancy climb. <laughs> You'll be glad to know he's got mistletoe for a kiss at Christmas time. Play that horn, Yeti. Get ready. It's Christmas with the Yeti. Near invisible, mythological, astronomical, ever hospitable, never despicable, mystical, whimsical, egotistical, Yeti and me. Another fast breaking news story. This is Rodney Bogney reporting live for Goober News from the North Pole. Excuse my stutter, but it's just as cold as we have been led to believe. It is freezing up here, but it's all worth it. I am here now with one of Santa's elves as they prepare for the Christmas season. We're getting close. Thank you so much for joining us, Mr. Gilbert Gumdrop. Well, hiya, Rodney. It surely is such a pleasure to get to chat with you on this busy, bustling day here at the Pole. Oh, it's the pleasure is all mine. The pleasure is all mine. You know, as Christmas approaches, I wanted to ask you right off the bat, what can the people listening do to ensure that they're on the nice list? I've seen a lot of panic out there. The people of the world, they don't know if they're on the nice list, on the naughty list. It's been a very confusing year for them. So what would you say are some of the most common examples of things that got people on that good old gracious nice list? Well, some of my top 10 favorite nice list moments of 2022 include walking old ladies across the street. Oh, that's adorable. Oh, and helping them with their groceries. It just warms my tiny little elf heart. I'm shedding a tear just thinking about it. (laughs) Some other really nice things that I've seen throughout the year is people knitting sweaters for stray animals and dropping them off at shelters. Oh, little animal sweaters. Decorating trees in the local parks to really amp up the Christmas cheer throughout their whole neighborhood. Wow, with permission first, I hope. I've seen some people on beaches around really warm areas like California and Alabama and Florida building really huge sandcastles for old retired crabs. 
to move into oh, once oh. they've molted out of their old shells. Oh, that's just adorable. And you heard it here first. Even Florida has people on the nice list. There's nothing to worry about, folks. Now, I just want to move on. There's lots of rumors going around about elves these days. You know, their height, their age, a wide range of opinions about our elves. So I, I just wanted to ask, what's something about elves that you'd like our listeners to know? I hear you, Rodney. There's lots of different interpretations about our history, our elvish history. But one thing that I would like to say is that every time I speak to a human being like yourself, I have to lower my voice 10,000 octaves. Oh. So you might think that the elves talk really high, but we're actually lowering our voices so that way you can hear us, because otherwise we'd sound like... Uh, whoa! <laughs> it hurts my ears. You know, I've noticed that, that you're kind of adapting your voice because you almost sound a little bit like me, you might say. <laughs> well, you know what they say. Every time a glass breaks, an elf just won a Tony for opera singing. <laughs> I've never heard that saying. Now, what does the office here at the North Pole look like? Well, my favorite thing about our elf office is Casual Fridays. And our Casual Fridays, we mimic based off of human being Casual Fridays. So we dress up like humans. Whoa, that must be trippy. Oh, it's very spooky. Everybody tapes down their ears so they're more rounded instead of pointy. And it's <laughs> very disorienting on your third cup of joe when you see Joe walking around with no ears. Ah, that's how I go whenever I see Joe. Well, I want to thank you again for your time. My one last question for you is, there's been a catastrophic low in the amount of milk and cookies being left out throughout the year. So what can we do to prepare our houses properly for this big old night? Well, one thing that you could do that might really help out the big man up there is try a different type of dairy alternative. Sometimes he likes to spice up his drinks throughout the night, but he is not a fan of almond milk. His favorite dairy alternative preference is oat. Wow, that's a, you heard it here first. That's a Goober exclusive for sure. Indeed, because it's very easy for you to make your own oat milk, and it's a very sustainable, environmentally safe alternative. If you don't have a cow in your backyard to milk, of course. <laughs> <laughs> Cheerful and educational. Thank you so much, Mr. Gilbert Gumdrop. Oh, you're welcome, Rodney Buckley. <laughs> well, happy holidays, Merry Christmas, and keep up the good work. Okay, back to you. Gifts I'm preparing for some Christmas sharing, but I pause because hanging up my stocking, I can hear a knocking. Is that you, Santa Claus? It sure is dark out, not the slightest spark out. Pardon my clacking jaws. Who's there? Who is it? I'm stopping for a visit. Is that you, Santa Claus? Are you bringing a present for me? Something that's pleasantly pleasant for me. That's what I've been waiting for. Now, would you mind slipping it under the door? Winds are howling, or maybe that's some growling. My legs feel like straws. Oh my, oh me, my kindly won't you reply? Is that you, Santa
shaking that way. Well, I can see old Santa in a keyhole. I'll give to the cause. One peek and I'll try there. That's him, all right. Every Who down in Whoville liked Christmas a lot. But the Grinch, who lived just north of Whoville, did not. The Grinch hated Christmas the whole Christmas season. Oh, please don't ask why. No one quite knows the reason. It could be, perhaps, that his shoes were too tight. It could be his head wasn't screwed on just right. But I think that the most likely reason of all may have been that his heart was two sizes too small. But whatever the reason, his heart or his shoes, he stood there on Christmas Eve Hating the Who's, staring down from his cave with a sour, grinchy frown at the warm, lighted windows below in their town. For he knew every Who down in Whoville beneath was busy now, hanging a holly Who wreath. Trim up the tree with Christmas stuff, like bingo balls and hoo hoo fluff. Trim up the town with goo hoo gums and mistletoe pinks and wands. Trim every blessed window and trim every blessed door. Hang up hoo boo hoo picks, then run out and get some more. Hang pantukas on the ceilings, pile pampoonas on the floor. Trim every blessed needle on the blessed Christmas tree. Christmas comes tomorrow. Trim you, trim me. Trim up your pets with fuzzle fuzz and blifter bloops and buzzle buzz. Trim up your uncle and your aunt with yards of hoof on flat. Trim every house in Whoville from the cellar to the roof. Hang up a mile of dafflers and three miles of snappers snoop. Hang dang donglers on the bathtub. Trim the occupant with floof. To every home in Whoville and to every blessed With Christmas stuff, like bingo balls and hoo hoo fluff. Trim up the town with goo hoo guns and bizzle pinks. And trim up the tree with bizzle pinks and wands. And they're hanging their stockings, he snarled with a sneer. Tomorrow is Christmas. It's practically here. Then he growled with his Grinch fingers, nervously drumming. I must find some way to keep Christmas from coming. Or tomorrow I know. All those who girls and boys will wake bright and early. They'll rush for their toys and then... Oh, the noise, oh, the noise, 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 noise. There's one thing I hate. All the noise, 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 noise. They'll shriek squeaks and squeals racing round on their wheels. They'll dance with jing tinglers tied onto their heels. They'll blow their flu floobers, they'll bang their tartinkers. They'll blow their hoo hoobers, they'll bang their garkinkers. They'll beat their trump tookers, they'll slam their sluice slunkers. They'll beat their blum blookers. They'll wham their hoo-wonkers. And they'll play noisy games like Zuzita Kaze, a roller skate type of lacrosse and croquet. And then they'll make ear-spitting noises to looks on their great big electro-hoo-cardio schnooks. Then the hoos, young and old, 
will sit down to a feast. And they'll feast, and they'll feast. And they'll feast, 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 feast. They'll feast on who-pudding and rare who-roast beast. Raw roast beast is a feast I can't stand in the least. And then they'll do something I hate most of all. Every who down in Whoville, the tall and the small, will stand close together with Christmas bells ringing. They'll stand hand in hand, and those who's will start singing. must stop this whole thing. Why, for 53 years I put up with it now. I must stop Christmas from coming. But how? Then he got an idea. An awful idea. The Grinch got a wonderful, awful idea. I know just what to do, the Grinch laughed in his throat. I'll make a quick Santa Claus hat and a coat. And he chuckled and clucked. What a great Grinchy trick. With this coat and this hat, I'll look just like Saint Nick. All I need is a reindeer. The Grinch looked around, but since reindeer are scarce, there was none to be found. Did that stop the Grinch? Ha! The Grinch simply said, If I can't find a reindeer, I'll make one instead. So he took his dog Max, and he took some black thread, and he tied a big horn on the top of his head. Then he loaded some bags and some old empty sacks on a ramshackle sleigh, and he whistled for Max. Then the Grinch said, Get up! And the sleigh started down towards the homes where the Who's lay a snooze in their town. were dark. No one knew he was there. All the Who's were all dreaming sweet dreams without care. When he came to the first little house on the square. This is stop number one. The old Grinchy Claws hissed as he climbed to the roof, empty bags in his fist. Then he slid down the chimney, a rather tight pinch, but if Santa could do it then, so could the Grinch. He got stuck only once, for a minute or two. Then he stuck his head out of the fireplace flue where the little Who's stockings hung all in a row. These stockings, he grinched, are the first things to go. and slunk with a smile most unpleasant around the whole room and 
He took every present. Pop guns, pamponas, pantukas and drums, checkerboards, bisselbinks, popcorn and plums. Then he stuffed them in bags. Then the crinch very nimbly stuffed all the bags one by one up the chimbley. You're a mean one, Mr. Grinch. You really are a heel. You're as cuddly as a cactus. You're as charming as an eel, Mr. Grinch. You're a bad banana with a greasy black peel. You're a monster, Mr. Grinch. Your heart's an empty hole. Your brain is full of spiders. You've got garlic in your soul, Mr. Grinch. I wouldn't touch you with a 39 and a half foot pole. You're a vile one, Mr. Grinch. You have termites in your smile. You have all the tender sweetness of a seasick crocodile, Mr. Grinch. Given the choice between the two of you, I'd take the seasick crocodile. Then he slunk to the icebox. He took the Who's feast. He took the Who pudding. He took the roast beast. He cleaned out the icebox as quick as a flash. Why, that Grinch even took the last can of hoo-hash. Then he stuffed all the food up the chimney with glee. And now, grinned the Grinch, I will stuff up the tree. As the Grinch took the tree, as he started to shove, he, he heard a small sound like the coo of a dove. He turned around fast and he saw a small who, little Cindy Lou who, who was no more than two. She stared at the Grinch and said, Santa Claus, why? Why are you taking our Christmas tree? Why? But you know, that old Grinch was so smart and so slick, he thought up a lie and he thought it up quick. Sweet little tot, the fake Santa Claus lied. There's a light on this tree that, that won't light on one side. So I'm taking it home to my workshop, my dear. I'll fix it up there, then I'll bring it back here. And his fib fooled the child. Then he patted her head and he got her a drink and he sent her to bed. And when Cindy Lou Who was in bed with her cup, he crept to the chimney and stuffed the tree up. Then he went up the chimney himself, the old liar, and the last thing he took was the log for their fire. On their walls, he left nothing but hooks and some wire. And the one speck of food that he left in the house was a crumb that was even too small for a mouse. Then he did the same thing to the other Who's houses, leaving crumbs much too small for the other Who's mouses. You're a foul one, Mr. Grinch. You're a nasty, wasty skunk. Your heart is full of unwashed socks. Your soul is full of gunk, Mr. Grinch. The three words that best describe you are as follows, and I quote, Stink, stank, stunk. You're a rotter, Mr. Grinch. You're the king of sinful sots. Your heart's a dead tomato splotched with moldy purple spots, Mr. Grinch. Your soul is an appalling dump heap, overflowing with the most disgraceful assortment of deplorable rubbish imaginable, mangled up in tangled up knots. You nauseate me, Mr. Grinch. 
with a nauseous super nos. You're a crooked jerky jockey and you drive a crooked horse, Mr. Grinch. You're a three-decker sauerkraut and toadstool sandwich with arsenic sauce. It was a quarter of dawn, all the who's still abed, all the who's still a snooze, when he packed up his sled. Packed it up with their presents, their ribbons, their wrappings, their snoof and their fuzzles, their tringlers and trappings. Ten thousand feet up, up the side of Mount Crumpet, he rode with his load to the tip-top to dump it. He was grinchily humming. They're finding out now that no Christmas is coming. They're just waking up. I know just what they'll do. Their mouths will hang open a minute or two. Then the who's down in Whoville will all cry, boo-hoo. That's a noise, grinned the Grinch, that I simply must hear. He paused, and the Grinch put a hand to his ear. And he did hear a sound rising over the snow. It started in low, then it started to grow. This, this sound wasn't sad. Why, this sound sounded glad. Every who down in Whoville, the tall and the small, was singing without any presence at all. He hadn't stopped Christmas from coming. It came. Somehow or other, it came just the same. And the Grinch with his Grinch feet, ice cold in the snow, stood puzzling and puzzling. How could it be so? It came without ribbons. It came without tags. It came without packages, boxes or bags. He puzzled and puzzled till his puzzle of a saw. Then the Grinch thought of something he hadn't before. Maybe Christmas, he thought, doesn't come from a store. Maybe Christmas, perhaps, means a little bit more. And what happened then? Well, in Whoville, they say, that the Grinch's small heart grew three sizes that day. And then, the true meaning of Christmas came through and the Grinch found the strength of ten Grinches, plus two. And now that his heart didn't feel quite so tight, he whizzed with his load through the bright morning light. With a smile in his soul, he descended Mount Crumpet, cheerily blowing ho-ho on his trumpet. He rode into Whoville, he brought back their toys, he brought back their floof to the Who girls and boys. He brought back their snoof and their tringlers and fuzzles, brought back their pantukas, their dafflers and wuzzles. He brought everything back, all the food for the feast. And he, he himself, the Grinch, 
carved the roast beast. Welcome Christmas, bring your cheer, cheer to all who's far and near. Christmas Day is in our grasp, so long as we have hands to clasp. Christmas Day will always be just as long as we have been. Welcome Christmas while we stand, heart to heart and hand in hand. Gonna make a happy trip tonight while the moon is bright. He's gonna have a bag of crazy toys to give the corners of the girls and boys. So dig, Santa comes on big. Come calling when the snow's the most. Cats are sleeping warm as toes, and you're gonna flip. The old Saint Nick Raise a lick on a peppermint stick He'll come a-flying from the higher place Fill the stockings by the fireplace So you Have a youth that's good Have a youth that's good This is Louis Satchmo Armstrong Talking to all the kids From all over the world at Christmas time. Twas the night before Christmas when all through the house not a creature was stirring, not even a mouse. The stockings were hung by the chimney with care in hopes that Saint Nicholas soon would be there. The children were nestled all snug in their beds while visions of sugar plums danced 
in their heads. And mama and her kerchief and I and my cap had just settled our brains for a long winter's nap. Well, out on the lawn, there arose such a clatter. I sprang from my bed to see what was the matter. Away to the window, I flew like a flash. Tore open the shutters and threw up the sash. The moon on the breast of the new-fallen snow gave a luster of midday to objects below. When what to my wondering eyes should appear but a miniature sleigh and eight tiny reindeer. With little old driver, so lively and quick, I knew in a moment it must be St. Nick. More rapid than eagles, his courses they came. And he whistled and shouted and called them by name. Now Dasher, now Dancer, now Prancer and Vixen. On Comet, on Cupid, on Dunder and Blitzen. To the top of the porch, to the top of the wall. Now dash away, dash away, dash away As dry leaves that before the wild hurricane fly, when they meet with an obstacle, mount to the sky. So up to the house top, the courses they flew, with the sleigh full of toys and St. Nicholas too. And then in a twinkle, I heard on the roof, Prancing, the pawing of each little hoof. As I drew my head and was turning around, down the chimney St. Nicholas came with a bound. He was dressed all in fur from his head to his foot, and his clothes were all tarnished with ashes and soot. A bundle of toys, he had flung on his back and he looked like a peddler just opening his pack. His eyes, how they twinkled, his dimples, how merry. His cheeks were like roses, his nose like a cherry. His droll little mouth was drawn up like a bow and the beard on his chin was as white as the snow. The stump of a pipe he held tight in his teeth, and the smoke it encircled his head like a wreath. He had a broad face and a little round belly that shook when he laughed. Like a bowl of jelly. <laughs> he was chubby and plump, a right jolly old elf. And I laughed when I saw him, in spite of myself. A wink of his eye and a twist of his head soon gave me to know that I had nothing to dread. He spoke not a word but went straight to his work and filled all the stockings, then turned with a joik. <laughs> and laying his finger aside of his nose and giving a nod up the chimney, he rose. He sprang to his sleigh, to his team, gave a whistle 
and the way they all flew like the down on a thistle. But I heard him exclaim ere he drove out of sight. Happy Christmas to all and to all a good night. A very good night. And that goes for Satchmo too. <laughs> Thank you. Rockin' around the Christmas tree at the Christmas party hop. Mistletoe hung where you can't see every couple tries to stop. Rockin' around the Christmas tree, let the Christmas spirit ring. Thank you so much for joining me here on the Goober Hour. I've been your host, Trevor Walls. I hope we brought you some cheer and some weirdness, perhaps, mixed in, too. If you'd like to support the show, you can find ways to do that at thegooberhour.com or find us on social media at the Goober Hour. I hope you have a very happy week. I'll see you next time, but until then... Goodbye! There's a great, big, beautiful tomorrow Shining at the end of every day There's a great, big, beautiful tomorrow Just a...